0: You're listening to episode 107 of the Tennis Files podcast with special guest ATP Pro Tyson Kwetkowski. Introducing
1: Coco Golf's signature shoe. More than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game learn more and purchase the coco cg1 at newbalance.com welcome to the tennis files podcast bringing you advice from the top minds in tennis to help you improve your game and now here's your host Iran iranshad
0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Tennis Files Podcast. My name is Mirbana Ronshad and on the show we interview top pros, coaches, and experts to help you improve your tennis game. And today I have a great interview with ATP Pro Ty Kwiatkowski about how he got into tennis the best lessons that he learned while in college and while he's been on the pro tour, and some key tips for your tennis game as well. To give you a bit of a background on Ty, he's a very accomplished tennis player and champion. He actually won the 2017 NCAA Singles Championship title, and he was on three national championship teams at the University of Virginia. Ty also tied his school's single season wins record going 44-8 in his sophomore season, which is incredible. And Ty also participated participated in the 2017 U.S. Open main draw after his NCAA singles titles win, and he went five sets with Misha Zverev in the first round. Tyler turned pro that year, and he's currently ranked a career best 201 on the tour. So it was really cool to catch up with him actually earlier this month at the City Open uh, to get his perspective on how he uh, began his career and, and th- went through the junior ranks and how he's feeling and how he's doing on the tour. Tour now. So it was a very fun interview. And so without further ado, I will bring it to you. So here is my interview with ATP Pro Tyson Kwiatkowski. Hey everybody, we're here with Tyson Kwetkowski and Ty, uh, amazing match today. But I, I want to kind of talk to you about like your story about how you came up uh, through the ranks and everything. So, first question for you is: How did you actually get into the game? Like, who got you started? Um,
2: actually, my grandma. Um, both my parents worked, so um, my grandma would pick me up from school uh, most days, and uh, she would go and play with her um, friends at the country club. And then, you know, when she was done, she would take me out on the court and feed me a couple of balls when I was four, five, six years old, and that's, that was my first taste of the game. And I, I liked it a lot at the time. And, um, you know, she was amazing getting me into the sport. So
0: I, that's awesome. And I think there are a lot of reasons, of course, like why you would love tennis. And is there one specific or a couple specific reasons why you love the game so much?
2: I mean, I love the game. It's, uh, because I mean, you can play it at any age. It's a lot of fun. Um, I mean, obviously competition, there's some anxiety and some pressure and stuff, but, um, you know, I really like going out on an afternoon and just hitting balls with my coach and at, the country cup we practice in like just the feeling of hitting the ball is a lot of fun and um you know to make a career out of it uh, is what i'm trying to do and that's uh that's amazing to be able to do something that i love so much
0: yeah for sure and and ty i know it's probably been a while but uh, like if do you remember your first tournament like your very first tournament and like walk us through like how that experience was for you
2: i was i think 7 and i lost like i think my first four matches i played two tournaments i lost them all 6-0 6-0 i didn't win a game until like my fifth match um, um, but my grandpa has pictures and apparently I, uh, had a big smile on my face the whole time. So maybe it's, uh, it's just been always, uh, pretty fun for me. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I love the sport very much.
0: Awesome. And I think that's great foreshadowing for like why you're successful on, on the court, like on tour, because somebody, a lot of people who kind of lose like four in a row, they probably quit maybe even after their first match. So like, what, what happened? Like, like, why did you keep going?
2: Yeah, I mean, the tour is a microcosm of, of that. I mean, you play 30 weeks a year, and you're going to have stretches where you lose three, four, five matches in a row. And um, I came into this week having on a five-match losing streak. So uh, you just always have to have kind of a short memory and um, keep working hard. And a lot of those things you can't control. Um, the margins are really small, and, you know, you got to keep working hard, and hopefully things will turn. And I, I haven't ever had a moment in my career where they haven't eventually turned. So. Also
0: and as far as like motivation for you when you were a junior and you know even maybe now like are there any sorts of people who you look up to really motivate you to kind of be like and uh, surpass them
2: Uh, I mean my idol has always been Andy Murray the way he competes the way he holds himself on and off the court Um, you know he's his respect for the game his respect for others Uh, he's always been a big idol of mine Um, I've always gotten a lot of uh, you know passion from my teammates in college and uh, my coach always believes in me so whenever i have tough times you go back to the people that you know started with you and believe in you the most
0: yeah and i mean obviously you had an incredible career at uva and a lot of people are proud of you there and everywhere uh like at uva when you were playing what is maybe one or two parts of your game that you feel like you improved the most as a result of attending and training at uva the biggest thing is i mean i came into college
2: a kid at 18 probably mentally even younger than that um and i just matured as a human being uh realized that you know the is a lot bigger than you know myself and what it means to play for a team what it means to play for something bigger than yourself and uh that was that's kind of what i'm trying to put together here for myself and my career you know it's it's tough to play 30 weeks a year for yourself but if you can do it for you know a team obviously it's not exactly like a team in college but um you you have you know reasons to find motivation when it's when you're tough and it's hot and you know you're down and out um those are the times where you can you know find motivation from your
0: team and i think maybe a lot of other coaches can learn from maybe this to answer to this question potentially. But I mean, you talked about how you play for something bigger than yourself. And, that, you know, that's not easy to do. Like a lot of people, it, it's obvi- obviously an individual sport and they're thinking of themselves and their careers. So like, how did you end up being able to like inculcate that sort of uh, mentality in your mind and in, in your teammates as well? And then actually, you know, uh, take that and run with it. It was just a culture that was established from my second year of college. Um, you know, really
2: appreciating, you know, what, what your teammates have done. Uh, are doing and getting to know them off the court um you know and if you can you know realize what kind of people they are because at the end of the day uh, all those guys are really good guys and and whenever you have differences you realize that you all have a common goal and um that's that was the biggest thing and uh, I mean those guys are my closest friends and you know I can't wait to have more memories with them and uh, it's nice that some of us are on tour now so we get to spend
0: a lot of time with each other Yeah it definitely is wonderful and as far as college goes I mean you you had so many championships but what was in your mind the- most enjoyable moment? What brought you the most joy out of all of your moments at U- UVA? Oof. Of my whole college experience,
2: probably yeah. just uh, some of the travel days. A lot of fun bus rides. Yeah. Um, you know, I, we had a lot of good times going, and having birthday dinners. Um, Charlottesville is an amazing place. Uh, doing so many things. Um, you know, obviously the, the the championships are really nice, and uh, the rings are cool to look at sometimes. But at the end of the day, the biggest thing is that those guys are. Um, those are the biggest things i got out of college having those guys in my life and uh yeah i mean we might we i text them every day i facetime every day we talk a lot joke and uh, those guys are my brothers so that's that's the biggest thing awesome
0: yeah and for sure it's kind of proven that relationships are are the most important thing in life so it's amazing uh kind of a like weird side question but do you have a favorite winery in charlottesville
2: (laughs) i do um i love it depends on depends on what i'm going for if i'm going for like with a bunch of friends uh king's family is a great one uh it's got a good area big seating for a lot of people. If I'm going on a date, I would say Jefferson Winery. Um, If I'm going just for a casual afternoon and I just want a little bit of everything, Pippin is great. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's so many things to do. I love Thursday nights, uh, going to Carter's Mountain, um, drinking some cider and looking over Charlottesville. That's great. Uh, There's so many things to do in Seaville and that's why I continue to live there. And uh, it's nice. I feel like I'm on vacation when I'm off and not on the road. So um, the road is my home. And when I'm, home in Shroud, so that feels like vacation so it's nice
0: awesome ty i feel like this is the most important part of the interview right here <laughs> uh, great advice but um also as far as a pro tour so like what is maybe the biggest lesson that you've taken away like in your i guess relatively brief time on tour
2: yeah i mean the tour is so different from coming from college um you have to find something that that makes the job in, uh, important for you and you can find the passion because there are a lot of times when the travel is hard you have to fly here fly there you know your body is hurt you know and if you can find something to uh, make you realize why you're going through all those tough times, then you can find a way to keep going. And and for a while, I struggle with that. Um, but I'm you know trying to work hard to find that uh, motivation every week. You know, awesome
0: Ty. And and so you talk about the travel. A lot of players like for them, that's the toughest, especially if you you know miss family at home. But are there certain things that you do when you're traveling to make yourself more comfortable?
2: Uh, I mean, I have some routines. And when I get to hotel rooms, um, I try to, I'd say, don't skimp on the travel. You know, if you can pay an extra $150 to have one less stop or shorter layover, do it. Um, yeah. I mean, it, you got to make it as easy as, as possible for yourself if if you can. A lot of times it's really tough too. But yeah, I mean,
0: try to keep the mind fresh as much as possible, really. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, So you talked about like not skimping, like when it's really important and will help your body. But Also, kind of relatedly, Uh, any like financial advice, like just as far as, I know it's so tough on the tour. I mean, you know, I'm not sure of the exact number, but I think they said something like after 150, you know, like you're not making like much money or any, like you're in the red or black, I guess. But like, so how does that, like, how can players kind of like help themselves out with that?
1: Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of nineties inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG one at newbalance.com.
2: Uh, I mean that's it's a really tough question. I mean, I've been in the red slash black, however you want to call it, um, since I started. And you know, you have to really love the game because until I would say you're you know 120 in the world, you're really not making any money. Um so you gotta play for the of the game or you know whatever it is if you really believe that you can get there and uh, um, it's important to have financial backing really and I, I took out a loan to start my career um, so if you know you want to put pressure on yourself like that I would say that hurt me a little bit because you know I was thinking about it all the time um, you can do that I mean hopefully you know you can get some sponsors some agents you know that's always
0: it's always very helpful if you have those things um, but yeah I mean it's a tough sport out here yeah, yeah, yeah I definitely agree and the, I mean yeah if, if you were to I mean go back which I mean I mean, you've made the best decisions you can, like, would you advise people like get like a loan? Is that like a better way to go about it rather than just paying, paying and then, you know, having a debt? I mean,
2: it all depends on your financial situation. If you have, you know, family that's going to help you out or a private sponsor and you don't need to do those things, but, um, it really all just depends. I mean, you got to do what you got to do in order to, you know, be able to pay for your flight to a tournament. You know, you're not making any money at these tournaments, but, uh, yeah.
0: And uh, just a couple other questions for you, like, uh, hopefully fun questions, but like what what favorite tv show like what's your favorite tv show and what's your favorite musician um you can give a couple if you can't narrow
2: musician is for sure the band arizona um they're great um i love tom walker's music he's really great great chill um great vibes uh Guilty Pleasures, probably like Kygo, Chainsmokers. I've seen them live a few times, and that's been fun. Uh, favorite TV show, I watched the Game of Thrones all the way through. That was my big hype for the last decade. The last season is probably... I've had a pretty good life, so it's been... It was probably top five most disappointing things that ever happened to me. I've heard. Yeah, that was, uh, it was very upsetting. If any of the directors ever watch this, I want you to know that you've disappointed me deeply, and uh, that's something I might not ever get over.
0: I'm going to tag them all so that they have a good chance of seeing <laughs> But, no problem. But, uh, as far as, so, so the city open, I mean, like, we obviously saw, like, how excited you got and, and great comeback today um what does it mean to you to, to qualify for basically like your the, the big home tournament for you yeah
2: like you said this is my home
0: tournament i live in
2: charlottesville um my my parents grew up in northern virginia um most of my family is here in northern virginia and arlington so to have them massive support all the time i really do feel at home here i love the conditions i love the court i love the balls everything is is really great for me um so to have that crowd support today i mean it was almost like playing back in college and heard a lot of go-whos in the crowd and i don't
0: know i, I Absolutely love it. It's my favorite tournament of the year. Awesome to hear that. Yeah, a lot of people, UVA uh, shirts on, so that's great to see. Um, As far as your pre match uh, meal and also post match, can you kind of maybe give us an idea of maybe like one dish that you like really get to go to for before and also for after recovering?
2: Mm, Pre match, I usually go uh, light sandwich, very simple turkey cheese, nothing too special. Uh, Afterwards, try to get something more substantial, whether that's a pasta or like chicken or salmon with rice. Uh, Love Chipotle, big Chipotle guy. Uh, So, yeah, stuff like that. I I really don't have too much uh, of a diet. Uh, Really, I mean, I probably could do better with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, nothing special really. I mean, I love to eat and I love to eat good restaurants. So, yeah. you know, when I'm on the road, I search the nicest restaurant and not nicest, but like yeah. great restaurant to go with my coach, uh, family. And so, yeah, I mean, I definitely try to
0: eat good for sure. Awesome. Time. Just a couple more questions. I know you have to run, but, um, as far as, uh, recovery, like, do you have like a, a routine that you usually go tr- through?
2: Yeah. Um, I use a, uh, this product called MG 12. It's a magnesium, uh, uh, that I, you know, it's basically uh, similar to Epsom salt, but it's basically some magnesium salt. I take a bath in that, um, kind of help magnesium get in my body. Nice warm bath, feels good. Um, I have a Normatech machine to help refresh the legs, uh, you know, try to hydrate really well. Um, one one product I use also for my drinks is the Right Stuff. Um, it has a lot of sodium. It's really great. Uh, I've been using it since college, um, so a great product. And uh, yeah, I mean, those are the three things I definitely do to get my body ready and then uh, try.
0: I sleep well. Sleep's huge. Awesome. Appreciate that, Ty. And so one last question for our audience, mainly 3-0 to 5-0 players, I'd say. Uh, what is one key tip that you can give them to help them improve their tennis games?
2: Um, hit the ball back in the path it comes through. So if the ball comes high, um, you're going to want to hit it back in the same plane it comes through, you know? So if the ball's slow, you know, there's no need to, you know, try to send it back with a lot of spin, you know, just kind of stay through the ball. And uh, yeah, no need to overplay. I mean, tennis is a game of airs, not a game of winners. Um, so I would, I would, that would be the biggest thing. Is I tell them, and you know, if you can put more balls in the court than your opponent,
0: you're most likely going to win. Awesome, Ty. Great seeing the hometown guy win, and uh, best of luck in the main draw. Thanks a lot. All right, I really hope you enjoyed that interview with Ty, and I really do appreciate Ty coming on to the podcast. And I just want to reiterate a few points that Ty made. I, in particular, really love that he really likes tennis because you can play tennis at any age and it's just such a fun sport and he really revels in the competition of it all and just that feeling of hitting the tennis ball is really unlike any other, especially for those of us who, of course, are, are uh, tennis lovers. And I think that you can play tennis until you're probably a hundred. Uh, there's, I think there's very few sports where you can play tennis that long. And that's part of the allure of tennis. Very healthy sport, very enjoyable sport. I also found it very cool and inspiring, really, that Ty kept going. He kept playing tennis and had a big smile on his face even after losing his first four matches 6-0, 6-0. I mean, can you imagine playing, what, 48 games, your, your first tournament experiences, and you lose all 48 games? Yet you're still happy about playing tennis. And I think that is, that was a big sign that he would be in this sport long term, which is very fortunate for us because he's a great player and it's, really fantastic to have different personalities like him on the tour and um, as Ty said you know tennis is a tough sport in terms of uh, everybody loses each week pretty much except one person and you really need to have a short memory I mean I think of Roger Federer he's so good at putting behind even the toughest of losses you know in the finals of Grand Slams behind him and that's part of why he's able to come back and uh, play even stronger than before and and Uh, And win and eventually luck will turn as Ty said and you just try to control what you can I also found it pretty cool that Ty is a fan of Andy Murray given that Andy has just recently made his comeback after being injured with some significant hip problems and other things uh, that I'm probably not remembering right now but uh, Andy actually just uh, made his singles debut at the time of this recording and uh, at least at the time of this outro recording. And it was cool to see him compete in singles once again after playing some doubles. So uh, I think that's uh, great that Ty lists Andy Murray as one of his idols, even though it doesn't seem like they're that far apart in age. Very interesting as well is being able to play for something bigger than yourself, which is what Ty really learned while he was at UVA that he was playing for not just himself but really for his team and that he carried that on the pro tour and using that technique if you will to find some other sort of motivation uh, in particular to do well uh, so that his 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 team that he has will will also kind of revel in his success so it's another cool point that the Ty mentioned on, on the show, on the interview. And you really on the tour and even just as an amateur player, as most of us are in USA leagues, you know, 5040, 45, or even, you know, any rating really, you have to really keep going back to what motivates you to play. A lot of times we'll go through tough patches where we won't play well, or maybe we will play well, but we'll lose. Uh, I mean, my my team actually recently got second place at sectionals, and it was really tough for the team to take to do so well uh, in a in a long season, but then just fall a tiny bit short to going net to nationals. But you know, after taking a bit of time to reflect, you just remember why you love the game so much and. why why... why you're so passionate about it. And when you think of those things, for me, I'm really just passionate about improving and helping others. But, um, you know, things like that are what really still keep me in the game instead of just giving up and doing something else and getting just because I am frustrated about a recent loss. Also, a great takeaway from the interview that I found is that sometimes it pays not to skimp, you know. I mean, the first example that comes to mind for me is Getting a coach, you know, investing that money in a coach, or investing uh, money in a little bit more comfortable travel. You know, let's say you, you have the choice between two hotels, and you know that you're going to be more comfortable in in one that may be a bit more expensive. Sometimes it's worth it to invest that money because when you do that, then you get better results quicker. You know, you're, you'll improve your game five times as fast with a coach, for example, than just trying to figure out figure out it all out yourself. Or you'll get a great night's sleep at that higher price hotel instead of a crappy night's sleep at a crappy hotel. Um, so, just examples like that, you know, putting maybe more of an investment up front, but then reaping the rewards later, also maybe putting in a few hundred bucks into an action camera and a clamp so that you can clamp that onto the fence and and analyze your game so uh all all useful stuff there also i found it I found it interesting to see what Ty likes to eat during uh, before his matches and during his matches uh he likes the light sandwich beforehand and uh, even though he you know he mentioned turkey cheese and i i've heard that turkey has um, I'm blanking on the name of the uh, of what it is, but there's something in there that in Turkey that tends to make you sleep. But I mean, regardless, it you know he has a light sandwich with some carbohydrates, of course, with the bread and then so, some protein, and that, that gets him going, that provides him with what he needs to play well. And then post match he'll recover with with a lot of carbohydrates, with pasta or chicken or salmon with rice and or chipotle. It's it's always fun to get an insight into the meals that the pros like to eat um, before before and after matches. And then as well, Ty's recovery routine that was very interesting. How he takes the uh, MG12 product, a magnesium um, s- saltwater bath, and then using Normatech. Which interestingly enough, at a conference that I went to, I um, I saw the Normatech machine and I actually tried it, and it was pretty cool. And I found that it did it made me feel pretty good actually when I used it on my legs after um, after exercising the previous night. And I haven't gotten one yet, but I definitely will look into Normatech for sure, into maybe investing in one. So we'll see. But also always love supplements and drink suggestions. And so Ty mentioned that he hydrates with the right stuff and I looked it up and it looks pretty good. So I might have to try that one Recently, I also heard about Scratch, which is another great drink with more sodium than, than Gatorade, for example, and a bit healthier as well. So uh, the right stuff, definitely something to look into if you're experiencing cramping or want to switch up your drinks. Not those drinks, but the drinks that you <laughs> ingest during matches and, and playing tennis. Finally, a very good tip to improve our tennis games, In Ty suggests. That you should hit the ball back in the path that it comes through, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, he gave the example of if the ball comes low, then you want to hit it back low instead of trying to hit a lot of topspin on it. And that does make me kind of think back to sometimes some certain points where I've tried to change the properties of the ball that's coming to me. And sometimes I've been less successful and, and produced errors off of that. And also, another example too is if somebody hits cross court to you and and you try to hit it down the line as opposed to cross court. It's obviously a lot easier to return it back cross court. And so, I definitely highly encourage you to try that. Try implementing that tip by tie. Ooh, that was a tongue twister. Tip by tie. <laughs> Say that twenty times fast. Anyways, um, very good stuff from Ty. And I just felt, especially with the shorter interview that I, I wanted to recap some of the main points from the interview. So I really do appreciate you listening to this episode of the Tennis Falls podcast and for all the great messages of support and emails and and such. And I really appreciate it. And I also would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to the Tennis Falls podcast. And you can do that by going to the podcast app of your choice and hitting the big juice. See subscribe button. That would be fantastic. And it would really help out the show. Finally, I'd like to leave you with a quote as I often like to do at the end of the show. And this quote is by Mark Twain. And Mark Twain said, the best way to cheer yourself up is to try to cheer somebody else up. Uh, What a wonderful quote. I mean, it really is super meaningful. I think the greatest joy that you can get is from helping others. And shout out to all the tennis coaches out there, especially those that are really invested and passionate about it. I mean, you're really doing a lot of great work by helping others improve their game. I know when I implement uh, any sort of tip or advice that I glean from, you know, some of the top coaches and and professional tennis players and other experts from the show or just in meeting them or even, you know, on YouTube or something, I I feel great joy. And it really brings positive emotions, not just for my game, but just uh, I feel great during the day. And so, uh, it's a large lit ripple effect from even small acts of kindness and uh, giving forth of uh, information to others, and that's pretty much why I do the podcast. I mean, first and foremost, I help a lot of people. I think, I hope, <laughs> as far as the messages say, with by extracting uh, all the best advice and tips that I can from these experts that I interview, as well as sharing what I've learned throughout my think, almost 30 years of playing tennis and uh, researching and learning. I also just want to add that I actually filmed this interview with Ty as well. So if you would like to check out this interview, you can just go to tennisfiles.com slash YouTube and you will see my interview with Ty on my YouTube channel. And I'll also post a link to the video interview on the show notes page at tennisfiles.com slash 107. All right. I really do appreciate you listening to the show and I'll see you on on the next episode of the Tennis Files podcast. Take care, everyone.
1: Thanks for listening to the Tennis Files podcast. For more tips to help you improve your tennis game, visit TennisFiles.com.